Hello, my good friends out there, and welcome back to another episode of The Informed Catholic. This is going to be episode 157 of The Informed Catholic. My name is Ned Jabbar. So uh, before we begin, please subscribe to my podcast and share. Uh, this would be a great help because it would let uh, Spotify, Anchor, Google Podcasts, and all the other podcast platforms know that you actually uh, appreciate a podcast like this, and this would get it distributed even more. And uh, so let's begin with a prayer, please. In the name of the Father, Son, Holy Spirit, our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. Lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, the power, and the glory now and forever. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now at the hour of our death. Amen. Queen of the Rosary, pray for us. St. Joseph, guardian of the church and terror of demons, pray for us. St. Thomas More, pray for us. St. Thomas Aquinas, pray for us. And St. Augustine, pray for us. And St. Padre Pio, pray for us. And St. Michael the Archangel, pray for us and defend us from evil. In the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Amen. Okay. Uh, a lot's happening this week. Um, I'm going to try to do a podcast... Uh, I don't know if you guys have been listening on the news. A woman, I believe in Ohio, at her son's football practice game, uh, because she she was outdoors and she wasn't wearing a mask. And she was tasered. She was arrested, literally assaulted and tasered. Um, it's interesting. The other day I was listening uh, to one of the... On, uh, Tucker Carlson um, on, on Fox. He had a, this doctor, I really can't remember his name, unfortunately, but I like what he said. He described the mask wearing as sort of like a, kind of like a, um, I guess you can describe it almost like a superstitious thing, like a, a totem or something. Um, like as though we have to wear it uh, because of uh, of this, you know, sort of it would keep uh, evil away. But the thing is, you can wearing it indoors makes sense because you're in close proximity to people. But wearing it outdoors is, and especially if you if you were sitting apart, and she was sitting apart, there was no one else sitting next to her. But for some reason. They brought, I guess he was a police officer and this other people. And literally they ganged up on her at her son's football practice. I believe it was tased her and handcuffed her. Now you're getting people literally in malls. You're getting people everywhere. If you, the if the adult is wearing the mask, but the child doesn't like to wear the mask, you're going to get somebody who is kind of like a, a control freak, point your, your kid out that your kid's not wearing a mask and they're going to call the cops. That's, that's the kind of people we got out there. 
So, and then there was in another, um, in another place, I believe it was called Moscow in the United States. And there were a group of Christians uh, out there praying in a church parking lot, singing psalms. And some of them were arrested for praying in their own church parking lot. And they were arrested. Okay, because of the fact that they weren't wearing masks. This is this is this is what it's come down to. This is a kind of country where you know, I mean, this is I think somewhere in the Midwest, this particular place. I think it might be Ohio. I'm not too sure about the other place then, but I know this one was somewhere uh, in the Midwest. And most of these things happen in the Midwest, but a lot of people are literally. Uh, mask police, COVID-19, Wuhan, literally mask police going around enforcing, uh, you know, uh, uh, their so-called new Sharia law. Okay, that's what it's become now. You have to wear your mask because the new Sharia Wuhan COVID-19 police are going around doing this. And... Majority of us have probably developed some kind of resistance to this. I mean, yeah, I'm not a scientist. I'm not a doctor. But a lot of the doctors, the ones, the sensible ones, because in one particular um, town, they had 390 confirmed cases of COVID-19, zero hospitalization and zero deaths. These are the kind of statistics in most remote places the doctors are looking at. A lot of the scientists, a lot of these researchers are looking at. These are actual scientific tests where they look at places where it's easier to to look at the statistics rather in places like New York or, or, or uh, Chicago or Boston, where, you know, they're mostly democratic rule places where a lot of the, the, um, the cases are sort of like deliberately, uh, manipulated for political reasons. But if you look at places where the COVID has reached, you actually see that there's less debt. There's no deaths in most of them confirmed cases no hospitalization and no deaths. So with with this kind of uh, isolated places, more like in the Midwest, they can actually see how bad it is, or how you know how in a sense it's not as serious because there are no deaths. It's harder in New York because we got De Blasio, we got Cuomo. And in other cities like Chicago, you got Lightfoot and you got other mayors in in places like uh, Baltimore, Maryland. It's the same thing. They don't want you to know numbers. They don't want you to see the facts. So because they want it because it's election season and they want it to look as bad as possible because they want to get rid of the orange man in the in the, the White House. That's why they're going to do this. Well. 
anyway, that's uh, I'm going to try to read that article um, following up. So let's first of all look at this particular one, which is from LifeSite News. This is going to be a little different. It's Democrats divided on whether to attack Amy Barrett's Catholic faith at Scudos hearing. Barrett's confirmation hearing for her current position becomes a liability for Senator Democrats in 2017 when Senator Dianne Feinstein, Democrat of California, interrogated her about her Catholic faith. All right. So then this we're going to look into this one and then we're going to we're going to look in the other article. So let's start. All right, folks, this is an article from LifeSite News. Once again, Democrats divided on whether to attack Amy uh, Comey Barrett's Catholic faith at Scudo's hearing. Barrett's confirmation hearings for her current position become a liability for Senate Democrats in 2017 when Senator Dianne Feinstein, Democrat of California, interrogated her about her Catholic faith. The article is um, Thursday, September 24th, 2020. It's by LifeSite News uh, reporter Calvin uh, Freeberger. Hope I'm pronouncing his last name correctly. Washington, D.C., September 24th, 2020, LifeSite News. One Judge Amy Comey Barrett, widely assumed to be President Donald Trump's choice to replace the late Justice Ruth Bader Ginsburg on the U.S. Supreme Court Senate. Democrats are currently weighing whether to pursue the same lines of attack they use against her when she was nominated to the Seventh Circuit Court of Appeals. I think some news reports have been getting her her middle name uh, wrong, Coney. They call it Coney as like Coney Island. Uh, I want to apologize if I got that wrong in my other podcast episode. I believe the correct is Comey, Amy Comey Barrett. All right, let's continue. Barrett is a former University of Notre Dame law professor and Catholic mother of seven, whom Trump is said to have been holding on reserve to replace Ginsburg. Her record of past ruling writings and public statements indicate her to be a pro-life originalist. Barrett's confirmation hearings for her current position became a liability for Senator, uh, Senator Senate Democrats in 2017 when Senator Dianne Feinstein, Democrat of California, interrogated her about her Catholic faith. When you read your speeches, the conclusion one draws is that the dogma lives loudly within you. The pro-abortion Feinstein said at the time, and that's of concern when you come to a big issues that large number of people have fought for for years in this country. Feinstein was widely criticized for her comments, which have resurfaced in the wake of Ginsburg's death and the prospect of a new Supreme Court battle. I am not going to go there, Feinstein told CNN when asked this week whether she would revive her 2017 objection. Let's wait till she's nominated. I want to stop right there for a minute. 
I find that very, very hypocritical and very unusual. Um, okay, for the last couple of days, we did several, uh, I think close to two maybe, uh, if not one podcast, where, uh, okay, Christine Niles in her church militant report uh, had uh, looked into the uh, Ginsburg's, Justice Ruth Bader Ginsburg, the late Ginsburg's uh, past interviews, where she actually, in her past interviews, admitted that her original support for Roe versus Wade or abortion, that is abortion in general, was not because of women's rights. It had nothing for, to her, it had nothing to do with women's rights. It had to do getting rid of unwanted population of people. She admitted that. That was Ruth Bader Ginsburg's original support for abortion. It was all about population control. And she admitted that in past uh, interviews. The latest was in Elle magazine, which I think she regretted admitting. But the fact is the left doesn't, doesn't even want to go there. They don't want to go there. They don't want to admit to that. But let's look into that very carefully. That is of the same mold of thinking as Margaret Sanger. Margaret Sanger's reason for abortion and contraception was to eliminate unwanted populations. And mainly those are of (laughs) Jews, which Ruth Bader Ginsburg, Chuck Schumer, and, uh, you know, even Feinstein, they're all Jewish. All right. Margaret Sanger was anti-Semitic. And yet here you have people like, like themselves, you know, who are of the Jewish descent, a Jewish race, and they support abortion, which is kind of funny. It's, 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 a, it's, it's really uh, unusual. But that is exactly what, you know, what exactly abortion was targeting at the time. Margaret Sanger targeted that population. Her group, the eugenists of America, went to Nazi Germany. It's a common known fact. It's in, it's, it's in the books. It's in the records. The eugenists of America, which originally started by uh, Charles Darwin's um, brother-in-law, I believe, who was a eugenist who didn't believe that certain populations should be allowed to procreate and have children uh, without check, okay? Because at that time in England, there was a lot of people from India, a lot of people from Asia, from Southern Asia, uh, Southeast Asia. They all went to England. They were immigrating to England and they were coming here to the United States as well, all right? Uh, And they were you know, having kids and people like Charles Darwin's brother, which I can't remember, uh, brother-in-law, which I can't remember his name, didn't believe populations like that should be allowed to procreate. And also other groups of poor poor Europeans. Italians, okay, is another one. Uh, Irish, okay, to the Joe Biden supporters out there, to the people who are uh, Irish Democrats, that's another one on on uh, Margaret Sanger's list. All right, a- people of Asia, people uh, of African descent, they were all on that list. 
But ironically, now we have these particular Democrats who keep talking about racism, keep talking about bigotry, keep talking about white you know, privilege, keep pushing all this stuff about you know, inequality. And yet here they are supporting abortion, which is itself about racism. Okay, it's about bigotry. It's about, uh, you know, white supremacy. And yet they support it unchecked, which it doesn't make any sense. It doesn't make any sense at all, but they do. And a lot of people who do support abortion, all right, okay, support it either for the wrong reasons. One is because of sexual liberty, because the right to have sex and the right to correct your mistakes from sex because it's all about the war against the body, war a war against your nature, war against what God gave you. That's what it's all about. That's what abortion and contraception is all about. And for that Catholic who just sits there and says, I'm not going to vote for Trump because I do believe in the woman's right to choose. Okay, Justice Kennedy, who passed that law in 19... 19- 73 his very reasons was because the human individual has a right to decide what is being a lot being is what is being alive is what is being a conscious person is and the right to decide for themselves subjectively he used the word subjectively to decide what being what being is and what life is and when life should begin so if he if he admitted that that one can decide what is life and what is human then how different is that from a serial killer can we say adolf hitler was guilty can we even say the kkk were guilty for lynching people if they can decide what a human person is and what is a human person not when is it not a human person Okay, what we you know seriously, then a person who goes into someone's house and kills a family, can he or can he be held accountable for deciding what is human and what's not? If someone like Justice Kennedy, who supported Roe versus Wade, helped pass that, is is he wrong? Is that killer wrong? If you yourself, the Supreme Court justice can admit this, can actually put this into law, then who's to say what is a serial killer is guilty or not? All right, let's continue. One of the most radical Democrats, Senator Mezi Harino of Hawaii, has shown no such reluctance. No, she said, when asked if Barrett's faith should be off limits. Look, it wasn't her religious views, if anybody's views that they bring to their decision make. So they keep telling us that none of the things that were, that they wrote or said yesterday should infringe on their decision. But how can we be sure, assured that they can be objective? Why should we say you get a lifetime of appointments so that you can reflect your ideological agenda in your decision making? All right, then I'd like to ask uh, Senator Mazi Harino of Hawaii, how do we know that she's not being objective? 
I mean, how do we know that she's not driven by ideological agenda? Because obviously what makes her decide that Comey's faith should not be off limits is obviously driven by, by her own personal ideological agenda. I mean, seriously, you know, we're talking about abortion, which is what they're trying to protect. How do we know it's not an elitist thing? I mean, seriously, they keep bringing up things like Hunger Games or a dystopian world. And now they're also attacking Barrett's faith by uh, the that book called Handmaid's Tale, which uh, talks about, uh, you know, oppressing and uh, sexually oppressing women. And they're trying to say that her uh, people of praise, because she belongs to a Catholic charismatic group called People of Praise. And they're saying that the author used the People of Praise because they've been around turns out for since the 1970s uh it's a pretty you know old catholic charismatic group uh from at least from what i i could see from the foot footage there's a lot of people like they pray the same way a lot of evangelical christians do raising their hand up in the air you know it's not a problem even with me i mean i you know i have no problem with it uh you know i mean i'm you know i guess i've never been part of a catholic charismatic movement myself but I don't think it's a bad thing, but still, how do we know that's that none of their biases is, uh, is is not driven by that? I mean, if we're going to talk about ideology, then let's talk about their ideology. Let's bring their ideology, their biasness to the forefront. All right, let's continue. At least one Democrat, Senator Joe. Um, Mention of West Virginia has warned his party not to go down that road again. I'm Catholic, okay? He told CNN, religion should not play a part. I don't know why that that was never brought up. And she's, and she's, she believes what she believes. Okay, that's not written very well, but I'm guessing he's quoting from uh, from CNN article or show. And she believes what she believes. I believe what I believe. At the same time, Mention said he will vote against Barrett now. He voted for her. He voted for her in 2017. Now he's going to vote against her. <laughs> he's playing both sides. Okay? He's playing both sides. If Amy Conan Barrett is indeed President Trump's pick, the ugly proceedings she endured three years ago are not likely to be repeated due to the heavy price Democrats paid for doing so in 2017, Catholic League President Bill Donahue predicts, but we can never be complacent. We therefore request that everyone ask Senator Lindsey Graham, chairman of the Senate Judiciary Committee, to be on the alert for Catholic baiting questions and remarks. Trump will firmly announce his nominee on Saturday. Republicans are believed to have the vote to confirm um, him or her before the November election. All right, that was that particular article. Let's go to another one. Okay, now we go into the COVID-19 police masks. Um, okay, watch. Okay, here we have a, uh, there's a video here, so you, obviously you can't see it because it's on the podcast, but 
if you go, uh, I'm sure, to YouTube or to LifeSite's website, their own, they can, they'll play it for you. Here, um, we have ag aggressive arrests in the U.S., and it's also happening in Australia as well. So this is going to be touching upon Australia for crime of not wearing a COVID mask. One woman was tasered. A married couple was handcuffed while singing praises to Jesus. And a grandmother collapsed in tears after her encountering with police. This is by, by Paul Smeaton. All right. For, uh, for LifeSite News. September 24th, 2020, a woman in Logan, Ohio, was tasered and arrested for not wearing a mask while seated outdoors attending her son's football game. Elisa Keats drove an hour and a half from uh, Maretta to Logan, Ohio to watch her son's football game. Jack Windsor at a local newspaper, The Ohio Star Reports. In a shocking video, you'll have to check it out. It's actually quite crazy. A police officer approaches Kitts while she is seated with her family and attempts to place handcuffs on her. The officer proceeds to grapple with Kitts for two minutes, attempting to apply the handcuffs while she insists she has nothing, she has nothing wrong. Uh, uh, you know, after two minutes, the officer applies a taser to her back with kids shrieking as she falls from her seat to the ground. And onlookers who had until that point remained silent, raising to object to her treatment. The officer then handcuffs Keats and escorts her from the stadium. If you check the video, uh, you're looking sort of like from a bird's eye view um, from the right, because you're looking down from people's right shoulder. And she's at the lower uh, benches, a, a slightly lower. So you see the officer uh, standing over her, and there was this other woman. Uh, I'm not too sure exactly, because the video, I didn't see the whole video, but from what I can see from the news report, she's arguing with them. And people uh, closer uh, to the foreground, were most of them were just sitting there at first. They were just sitting there watching it. You see one guy, a heavyset guy, wearing the mask, looking sort of with his hands folded, you know, or fold, you know, his arms are folded. You can see the football field in the four, uh, you know, further off in the background. And it doesn't make any sense. She was by herself. There was no one else near her. There was no one else near her. Everybody was practically, you could say they were practicing social distancing. They were sitting apart. The peep, some people were sitting close together who were family members. Other people's were, uh, other family members were sitting apart from the others. And there was no reason to wear a mask. Doctors have said, outdoors there's no reason. But for some re you know, a purpose, these people want, want to see everybody wearing the mask, regardless uh, if it makes sense or not. And this is a big, this, this, this is the problem here. The cop, an African-American police officer, big guy, was trying to put the handcuffs on her. It didn't make any sense. She was sitting by herself. But some, some people, our fellow citizens, are willing to be informers for the state, for the communist state. It doesn't make any sense. This control, this 
this thing to keep the uh to keep this this fear up is ridiculous is ridiculous they want everybody to believe it they want everybody because they want the mask to be a fear um object they want everybody to do it and now they're realizing some people are starting to like you know have enough of it get tired of it they're they're using more aggressive measures here in new york uh the mayor wants anybody who's caught not wearing a mask either you know on the subway or train uh you know on the buses in any of the transportation uh you know we have we're going to be charged $50. We're going to be ticketed to $50. Now, I don't know. He hasn't, I haven't heard anything about walking down the street. But, you know, a lot of people don't like wearing the mask. You can see it. Uh, construction workers, they wear it below their nose because they got to breathe. Uh, you know, they're having a hard time. Some people have bad sinuses. You know, they have bad sinuses. And so they wear it below. Other people walking down the street, they're wearing below their chin. You know, until they get close to people, they pull it back up. You get other people who want to pull it back, you know, pull it down when they're far away from everybody. But you're getting a lot of people who are the uh, the, the the activists, uh, those who want this to continue, are constantly pushing, you know, pushing and reporting people, which is bad. You know, it's really bad. I mean, it's it's turning everybody against each other, and that's not good. Okay, um, I guess what I'll do is I'll play the audio. It's the best thing I can do. All right, hold on. Okay, the other woman is her family member. And there are kids. There are two kids there. I didn't see them before. Sorry for the foul language. There's two guys. One guy's just sitting there with his arms folded. Now he tases her. Tase somebody over a mask. Tase 
All right. There you go. That's that's it. The COVID-19 mask police. Okay, the Ohio Star reports that Tiffany Kennedy, the woman who filmed the incident, told the paper that Kitts had not been warned for not wearing a mask prior to the officer approaching her and that Kitts had not been wearing a mask because she has asthma. Okay, that makes sense. There's no reason to tase someone and arrest them for not wearing a mask, Kennedy said. Meanwhile, in Moscow, Idaho, three people were arrested for breaking social distancing rules during a local church's singing protest against the city's mask mandate, which requires masks to be worn in both indoor and outdoor settings when social distancing isn't possible. The event was reportedly attended by about 150 people singing psalms in beautiful harmonies. The incredible video from the event showed police officers arresting a local music teacher, Sean Bonnet, and his wife, Rachel, as well as Gabriel Ranch, a host of a Christian political YouTube talk show, and a candidate for county commissioner while their fellow churchgoers continue to sing. The website of local news outlet of the Moscow Report has today gone down after being overwhelmed by visitors to site viewing video from the event. One of the videos show Bonnet and his and Wrench explaining to the police officer that they will not comply with the police order, which can't which can't be heard over the singing around them. According to the Moscow report, the crime for which the couple were arrested is that they refused to show the police any identification. All right, let me play this part here. This is getting interesting. I mean, this these um this is really 2020 is the most weirdest year. They're talking to the police. The police officers are wearing masks. To the couple, they're talking to the police. And everybody back up just a little bit. I need you to just back up. You take them aside. Cops. The female officer went further to the crowd. So we're going to go sing into 
with the source. Uh, it's difficult to get anything else out of it because obviously the singing in the background. But later on, they arrest uh, this fellow named Ranch, and he, I think he's part of the ch that that particular evangelical group. But what are they doing wrong? They're just standing there singing psalms, singing hymns. There's no, there's they're not they're not doing anything wrong. They're practicing their their civil rights. They're the you know the right to practice their faith, the right to assemble, and yeah, I know police officers have to take orders. That's the whole purpose. They wear the badge. They've been taken an oath. The governor or the mayor tells them to do something. Uh, but I think in this case, when your constitutional rights are being violated, all right, and the left is very willing to violate your constitutional rights. Let's remember, you give up your constitutional rights, you give it up, it's, it's going to be hard to get it back. And with the Democrats, they're very big on wanting to rewrite the Constitution or abolish the Constitution, which is one of the reasons why I will not vote Democrat. Because they're very quick. They've always been the ones that have a very loose interpretation of the Constitution. And they're the first ones that will always talk about the spirit of Constitution. And they're the first ones that will always rewrite the Constitution. And they will take away your liberty, your right to practice your faith, to practice your religion, to practice free speech. Because you can see it. They now are into this whole speech police thing. You're, you're saying something offended. They want you fired from your job. You disagree with them or you said something like, for example, I could, I could possibly, they could possibly attack me for you for this podcast. But the example is they're always willing to rewrite the constitution to their own benefit, which is why I will never vote Democrat. Even though on my job, I'm supposed to be a member of a union and the union's very big supporters of the Democrats, which is one of the things that angers me about the Republicans is that they should do very hard to win unions over. All right, because one of the things that every union person want, you want a better economy. You want, a, you want, you want your job you know, to grow. You want your union members to grow. And one of the things, unfortunately, is that Democrats have a monopoly on unions. It's crazy. All right. The video shows Bennett and Ranch explain to the police officer that they will not comply with the police order, which can't be heard over the singing around them. According to the Moscow report, the crime for which the Idaho of uh, for the uh, couple were arrested is that they refused to show police any identification. The married couple was subsequently handcuffed by police as their church community sang praise God from whom all blessings flow. As police escort them from the site, other attendees at the event can be heard encouraging them to save, to save, uh, so save us, Lord, our God and King, as we in trouble call thee. The attendees sang as Ranch was handcuffed and escorted to a police vehicle by officers. You guys should not be doing this, Ranch told the officers, and doing this kind of crap for the mayor. This is embarrassing. You guys are stronger than this. 
All right, here's another uh, piece here. Let's see. You can see little kids there. All right, this is the pastor here. You can't, you can't hear it. You guys should not be doing this and doing this kind of crap for the mayor. This is embarrassing. You guys are stronger than us. You shouldn't be doing this. See? Unfortunately, you know, it's hard. It's a lot harder situation for the cops. But yeah, I do believe that they could say no to the mayor. They're not going to arrest people for gathering uh, on their own property, their own church property, their own parking lot to worship. It's ridiculous. It's stupid. It's just unbelievably stupid. Uh, later the same day, Ranch covered the issue extensively on his regular YouTube show, including extended footage of his arrest. If you can't have, if you can have Black Lives Matter rally in Moscow, Idaho, in the middle of July, completely unharassed, and then you have a few hundred Christians singing praise to Jesus, and they're and they're getting arrested, what has happened to your country? Ranch's co-host Tony Sumter asked during the show. In Victoria, Australia, where police have gained worldwide notoriety for their aggressive enforcement of draconian uh, lockdown regime, video has emerged of a 69-year-old grandmother being arrested while attempting to film another woman being arrested for, for, for refusing to wear a mask. The 69-year-old woman became extremely distressed when police officers took her phone and placed her in handcuffs after eventually being released. The woman then broke down and began sobbing on the ground after being interviewed by the local media. After Australian uh, politician uh, Greg Kelly MP posted the video on his Facebook page saying, many will find the degree of distress that this grandmother experienced in itself highly distressing. But if you are both a psych psychopath and a, and a, a um, sociopath and a psychopath and share uh, I'm with Dan and, and you love big authoritarian government, you'll probably get some twisted pleasure from this. And you'll, you'll selfishly just uh, dilute yourself uh, of this, keeping you, keeping you safe. On June 8th, 2020, the World Health Organization published a document stating that the widespread use of masks by healthy people in the community setting is not yet supported by high, uh, by high quality or direct scientific evidence. Ha uh ha! -huh. This is not about public health. Uh, public health. LifeSite News co-founder Steve 
Jalfazik said in response to the video, this is about intimidation and controlling the global, the global population. Here, here. That's exactly what it's all about. All right, let's see what um, happens here. All right, let's look at the first. All right, so I'm going to play a clip from Australia. This is uh, from Australian News. Let me get this out of the way. Hold on. Here you go. This woman's holding her phone. She's filming, and they're trying to grab her phone from her. This Saturday, September 19th, 2020. And she hides the phone in her breast pocket. She's wearing a tank top, actually. They're taking her sign, and now they're grabbing her, and they're handcuffing her. There's some female police officers there. And now there's an old lady they're grabbing. There's uh, reporters there photographing, and there's a dog, it's called Black Dog. A 69 years old lady. crying about her dog. And reporters are running along with them. Now, here in the United States, they wouldn't have gotten arrested for this. I mean, well, of course, in some states you are. taping up, like, keeping people out of a certain area, exactly why. The two women are being arrested. And more people are gathering up. They roped off the area. They're removing the handcuffs off of her. They let her go. They arrested me because I was helping that lady and folding up her thing because she had to leave and I was helping her and they said and you can and you're going to get fine and I said but I'm just helping this lady and I, I went to, I said no I'm just helping the lady and turned away and they all pounced on me and put me in handcuffs and I was just like helping her 
and I'm 69 years old and I've got four children and six grandchildren. I've lived here my whole life and I was worried about my dog because the dog was so scared and I thought they were going to take me away from my dog and, and they said the reason why they arrested me was because I turned away and said no to them and then because they said what are you doing here and I said I'm helping the lady and then they just um, I was helping her fo fold it up like I was going to help her fold it up the better and they and they arrested me and put me in handcuffs <laughs> And on her, I was, I was hysterical. I'd just never been treated like this before, ever, by the police, our police. So we pay money, our taxpayers' money, pay for them. Our taxpayers' money, pay for them to arrest a 69-year-old woman with four children and six grandchildren. I've never done anything wrong in my life. What is going on? And there's six of them onto me. I'm 69 year old woman at school. I have to go to my car. I have to go to the car. They charge me with being out of my 5k and also um, 5k. Come here, Shadow, Shadow Scared. And also for resisting arrest because I turned away and said no. Resisting arrest because you turned away. Yes. I turned away because I was helping the lady and they said, and they went to bounce on me and I said, I'm just helping the lady and they went to, 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 to talk to me and I said no. And I went to turn away and six of them came and arrested me and put my hands in handcuffs and it's like... <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. I can't go on. <laughs> I've never been treated like this ever. Are you okay now? <laughs> I can't drive or anything. I'm just so. <laughs> Alright, they see that she's very distressful, you can see. What's happening around us is, okay, people, there are people who, who believe in government, who believe that government is the answer, who believe that the state is the answer. And sadly, a lot of these people are our coworkers, our friends, our neighbors, and they have a, a very secular, humanistic view about things. Uh, the belief in that this is all that there is in this life. I mean, you know, people, if you're a Christian, if you're a practicing religious person, whether you're a Christian, Jew, Muslim, uh, or even, let's say, you happen to be a very conservative atheist. There are conservative atheists out there who, you know share similar uh, views and values that uh, religious people have and don't want government interfering in their lives. There are people like that. There are many people who are like that, who are not religious or they're atheists. The problem is, is that for some people, um, 
certain core values, core conservative time-honored values are a threat to them. They look at the, the, the government or they look at the secular humanist uh, atheistic attitude as the full answer to human beings. I mean, I mean it's amazing. You have uh, people who, are, who believe or want this fear of the COVID-19 restriction. I think it's the restrictions that are more important to them than the actual reality of this COVID coronavirus. Because it's the restrictions that are important to them, that are very important to them than the actual coronavirus reality. You look at it because they're pushing for the mail-in ballots. And there's a big, you know, that, that's, that seems to be an important thing. You got to look at what is the prize? What is the goal? The goal is one. They want this chaos and anarchy, this fear to persist, intimidate people, right? Stop people from, uh, from resisting the power of the authority of the authoritarian state. Christians gathering are a threat to them. Worship services are a threat to them. Why? Why is it that so they're so angry about this? Why is it that they persist persist with all this? I mean, you got Christians meeting in their own church, in their own parking lot, and they're insisting that everybody in the church wear the mask. Why? Why are why is that so important to them? One is they know they they want to make things uncomfortable. They want to make they they want to make wearing the mask so uncomfortable that you don't want to go into your church. You don't want to gather into the worship service. So therefore, you are going to stay at home where you don't have to wear the mask. Right? They want to make sure you're wearing the mask at work. They want to make sure that you know you go in, and there are other people who will police you, who will police you. Because I had that with coworkers. I'm sitting, you know, in my own section, my own locker at work, and I'm talking to a fellow coworker. Yeah, we both don't have our mask on. Our lockers are right next to each other. Uh, a coworker comes in, stands 12 feet away, and says, Guys, you're not wearing your masks. The minute he said that, he threw a cold towel on the whole, on the whole, uh, on that moment. Right, a wet towel on every on, on us. So he's trying t- to make us, feel, you know, feel like we're we're doing something bad. That's what he did. That's what that was the whole moment. The tone of his voice, and him standing away. He's the victim. We are the aggressors. And suddenly, suddenly now we're 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 not, you know, uh, we're persona non grata. One moves, he comes in, he's now, he has, he has power over the moment. That's exactly what it's all about. All right? Nobody is dying. Yes, there are some people who are very, who have preconditions. It's dangerous for them. They could get the COVID-19. They could, they could. I have a friend who's diabetic. 
he is a target. He can he can come down with the coronavirus. He just had an, a, a surgery, uh, had his appendix removed recently, and you know he's you know he he is prone to to you know to seriously getting getting the virus, and he could die. For him, it's a danger. But you just heard what they said about the World Health Organization, which nobody trusts anymore because they have no no bearing because they keep contradicting themselves because they've been they've been in, 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 you know infiltrated by the communist chinese and they're saying that okay yeah the one who should be wearing the mask it's been said over and over again is the person who is sick if you have a cold you should wear that mask because during this time of the covid-19 that way it's a signal for people that they shouldn't get too close to you now, the problem is, is that they want everybody to wear the mask because they want everybody to be in fear so that nobody, you know, people do not gather. That's what these people want. In the, here in the United States, the Democrats don't want people to gather. They don't want conservatives to gather. Remember what I said before. Conservatives are more uh, high information. They're going to go out and they're going to look for the information Liberals are very low information people. Uh, Taylor Marshall was right when he said that notice that they use celebrities and, 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 and athletes and you know musicians to to campaign for them because people of that culture tend to uh, look towards celebrity. They spend their time on on music videos, they send they spend their time on on talk shows like entertainment shows like Bill Maher or Jimmy uh, Tim Jimmy Kimmel or or other people because they they like you know they like to be told what to think you know they like to be told what's going on they want to they they want to you know there are people who want to be within that social circle they don't want to be outside the social circle. Hence, you know, people repeat what these people say. I spend my time reading, listening to news. And I listen to bad news as well as you know, what I think could be, you know, fair information news and well as, as well as news that is very valid. But a lot of these people, when I talk to fellow co-workers who happen to be of, you know, of that you know, liberal democratic circle, they're low information people. They're very emotional people. They tend to be people who get emotional about certain causes because they want they don't want to be outside of that social circle. And that is that that that's what makes it very bad. All right, I'm going to end it here. So hopefully I will look up um more information next time. Uh maybe to later on today I'll do another podcast. So um Remember, just be more informed. Look up information. Keep questioning. Don't just believe what you hear the first time around. Compare, compare the information and weigh it and validate it. That's important for you. You have to do that. All right, God bless, and we'll be back together again soon.